featuring insights and inspiration from the mind of Boogie Triggs. This is Boogology, a Low Tree Studios podcast. My name is Jason. I am the producer and co-host, and joining me is the man behind the name, a 21-year Air Force veteran and a high-level leader and motivator of people, Mr. Boogie Triggs. Welcome, Boogie Triggs. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. As always, man, you give me a hell of an introduction. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so this, we're going we're gonna to kind of stem off of what we talked about last podcast. And we're going to talk about building your brand, the importance of it. In the last podcast, we talked about the concept of I don't know and, and eliminating that from your vocabulary, for, for vocabulary, sorry, and having that sort of add to your brand. Right. So what does it mean to build a brand and why is that? Why do you feel that's important? And when people don't consider it, how do you think that shapes who they are? Okay. Because I don't think a lot of people use that terminology, I'm building my brand. No, they don't. But What does it mean? First and foremost to me, it means self-recognition, right? How do you want to be recognized by anybody just by your name? Like, you know, you're Boogie. Who in the hell is Boogie? Right. Boogie. Well, uh, people know that who you are. Right. So you, you, that's it. Self-recognition, how you want to be recognized. So there's your brand. So think of building your brand as when you wake up in the morning, you have certain routines you go through. You get up, you start preparing to get yourself ready. Somewhere in that time, you're going to brush your teeth, take a shower, you know, get yourself dressed, prepared to go out for the day. And you're going to dress yourself based upon what the weather is going to be like and how your body feels in certain atmosphere, certain weather. So you're going to be ready for that. That is your brand. That is you preparing yourself to go out into the world and the image that you're going to project upon the world when they see you. That is Just based on how you're dressed. That Absolutely. That's your brand. If you or say, whether you brush your teeth and have stank breath or not. That's right. Your breath smells like an elephant foot, right? <laughs> <laughs> so think of it. If it's 110 degrees out and you see somebody walking with a leather trench coat on, it's an unusual brand. All kind of flags going <laughs> off. All kind of flags. So I'm saying is like, you know, that that's what you're projecting to the rest of the world. So that is your brand. Your brand basically is telling them who you are without saying who you are. It goes beyond clothing though. Yeah, beyond clothing, but that was just like a real a simple understand. Yeah. yeah. So your brand basically is you're establishing who you are to, since we've already established you and I in our last um, podcast established that um, everybody's essentially your customer. Right. So it is what you're saying to your customer who you are. So is like um, the identity that that people place with you when they see you. So is your reputation that 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 perceives you. That is your brand. So do you? Th- how do you think someone builds a brand? I mean, if if they have no concept of it, how do you start to build a brand that that is recognizable when people hear your name? Well, your your brand is based upon uh, the the level of effort that you apply to whatever it is that you're doing, whatever challenge, whatever task, whatever mission that that you're challenged with. Um, my my thing is building a brand. And this is funny because, you know, it's a word, is a term that we use more and more now is just basically reputation. What's the reputation that, that you want to be known for? We just put building brand to it because we're, we're professionals. We're, we're adults. We want to have more recognition based on 
our professional skill sets, our expert level of expertise, and so on. So when when you go about building your brand, you go about saying, "This is who I am. This is who I am, and and this is what I do." And if you don't give a shit about who you are, what you do, then you're gonna have a poor brand. So what you're what you're saying is we're building a brand regardless. Yes. Yeah, you, you're gonna have a reputation regardless. You can be the worst person that I've ever met or dealt with. That is your brand. If if you so choose to keep that brand, then that is your brand. That's that's who you'll be. Now, let me tell you, sometimes having the brand that says I'm an asshole is not a bad thing. There's a person I was in the military with. I have that brand a little bit. <laughs> you do have that brand. <laughs> I, I like that about you too. So, and I'll tell you why. There's a person I was in the military with, and we were in the same unit, and people never liked dealing with him because they say, man, that dude's an asshole. And I told everybody, right? I said, I respect that man more than anybody else in this unit. They was like, how can you say that? I said, because he's an asshole today because he was an asshole yesterday, he's going to be an asshole tomorrow. A month from now, he'll still be an asshole, meaning he's consistent. It is some of you fools in this unit who flounder so many different directions that I can't trust, that I can't believe in. But I, re- I appreciate consistency more than anything else. So the thing is, is that that's his brand. His brand was, that brand was how people seen, how people saw him the way I understood him was he wasn't an asshole. He was demanding. He was demanding that you do your job. He was demanding that you live up to what you say that you're going to do. He was just demanding that you take what he says, add value to it, and utilize it like you want to satisfy his need. Right. Gotcha. So consistency. Consistency. You respected that. Yes. Yeah. So in building a brand. So if the concept is there, you're building a brand regardless. And then once you realize that you're building a brand or a reputation regardless, and you want to shape it a certain way, does that not come from what you want in life and how you want to be perceived? But not necessarily how you want to be perceived, but what it comes from deeper wants in life. So if you want to have better connections with other people, if you want to have a better career, then that want will lead you to how to shape your brand in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we have to know, before we do anything, what is our agenda? What is our objective? Yeah. 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 Right. So if we approach it knowing that, then we should invest our time and effort to seeing that through. But it takes a reckless fool to not have that objective establish and then go off into something and say, hey, whatever happens, happens. Well, I've been that reckless fool. (laughs) Yeah, but you've been young. You've been young. (laughs) You're you're, you're more grizzled in season now. But I do think that there's something to this building a brand, not just, hey, I'm going to build a brand, but hey, every day waking up with the intention to maintain that brand. Because Many times people just wake up and throw themselves to work and whatever happens, ebb and flow. It's ebb and flow. Yeah. And you have to be ebb and flow, of course, because life is, you have to be flexible. Life changes. But you go into it with the intention to be what it is that you're attempting to create. Now, see, here's a good thing about having an established brand. Once your brand is established and it's a brand that people see and they favor and they see the positiveness in it, 
you show up and your game face isn't correct or you're you're not really in who your normal person is, people identify that. And it kind of more or less give you a write-off. Give you a little leeway. Give you a leeway because your brand is that strong. Your brand is that strong. Like if you have someone that was like always Johnny on the spot, that that they were always on time, they were they were your go-to. They you need anything done, they remain flexible. They'll come in on days that that they'd normally be off to make sure the mission is done. And then they come to you and say, I need a week off, and this is doing crunch time. And you really need them, but they need this. They didn't say they want the week off. They need it. And you see in them just how bad it's going to hurt them to be away from here. You bow and you give it to them. Right? Right. Because of their brand. Well, other people, you tell them no, and they get upset. Why can I take off, but he or she can take off? That's not fair. And that's because of their brand. So the thing is, is, yeah, we all get up with an objective to go and be our best. Do we? I think we do. I think we do. I think even a person that goes and go half-ass, that is their best. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay. That's their best. It's, it's like you, you have someone that's a sound performer. You will notice whenever they're, they're not performing at their best. Somebody that's a half-ass performer You'll never notice it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never notice it because they're doing just enough to get by. And then when they're like not at their best, you will accept that. You'll accept it because like, you know what? That guy's always screwing up. Don't worry about it. We'll just clean up the mess they made. They always do. So what about accepting other people's brands, even if you don't necessarily agree with them? That's a challenge, isn't it? It's a challenge because what we do as humans, as mankind, we tend to judge people based upon our own expectations. And if, you, and if you're building a brand, then you're, you're building expectation for at least yourself. For, for ourselves. The thing is, is, you have to be open-minded to accept people for who they are. So part of your brand needs to be the, what we talked about on another podcast, the ability to understand. Absolutely. And like we said, before you can agree or disagree, you have to understand. And in that understanding, you make room. Right. So you accept people for who they are. I mean, I'm, I'm not a perfectionist and I tell people all the time, I am not perfect. All right. I am beautifully human flawed. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, if you're a perfectionist and I'm not living up to your expectations, stop expecting. Because if we get into the circle that I exist in, I will work it around you daily. So don't expect me to perform like you. Accept yourself as being unique and then allow me to go with my own uniqueness. That that is a strange thing that we do as people. It really is a strange thing that we all we all fall victim to it is the the want that everything be the same. And in in that we create a lot of division, you know, and and duality between each other because we think that one person who comes from a completely different background as us should drive like us, work like us, brush their teeth like us, eat the same food as us. Right. And when they don't somehow measure up to that, we put a wedge in between us and them. Right. It's because if if I read 
the phrase, how now brown cow, and everybody reads that same phrase, how now brown cow, I expect for everyone to understand what how now brown cow means. Mm-hmm. Yet, I have no idea what the... F- neither but do But I'm going to find out. Let me find out for you, and I'm going to... Can't say I don't know. So all right, yeah. <laughs> Let me look into that book. I'll get Let back with you. Let me look into that. I'll, I'll do some Google research. <laughs> so the thing about it is, there's so many other different things that leads to an understanding of something. There's For cultural. Sure. Oh, absolutely. There's cultural. There's there's just your society where you raised it. It's the environment you're raised under. All whole myriad of different things. And all of that creates a lens through which you look. Absolutely. Which colors the information coming Absolutely. in. Absolutely. So the way you're doing it is based upon your own upbringing, on your own experience. The way that I'm doing is based on mine. I can't judge you on mine. That's why I don't believe in common sense. I believe in professional instinct and I believe in personal instinct. The thing is, is that you've been in this industry for 20 years. I've been in this industry for 30 plus years. So you're going to have professional instinct and I'm going to have professional instinct. They're going to be different in different areas. So you can't say common sense. Even if we grew up in the same house, under the same conditions, during the same time, born as twins with the same parents, listening to the same lesson, we still couldn't call it common sense because the only thing that would be common is that we share blood. So that's right. the irony in life is that no matter what we do, every single one of us is going to be different, yet yes. we hold this expectation that we all should be the same. Right. I mean, that's going to be- It's ba- a fundamental human flaw. That's going to be basic principles that, that apply. That will. There's going to be basic principles that apply. Like we know that, you know, red means stops, green green means go, and so on. Of course. But in, in, in terms of personal approach to life. Right. Right. Well- Remember, all that is programmed. We're all programmed. So your program is going to be different than mine and so on and so on. Just accept that. And I can't judge you based on me. I have to judge you based on our initial meet. When you show me who you were then, and as you continuously show me who you are, and I can hold you to that. I can't hold you to anything else. See, that that's a lot of problem that leaders have too. Leaders try to rate everybody on a blanket. All right, everybody at, at this scale should be rated the same. Everybody at this scale should be rated the same. And that's not fair to the individuals. I have to look at the individual and see what their talent, what their capability, and what their impact or input to the process is based on who they are. That takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot, a lot of effort. But if I'm truly invested in my workforce as much as I want my workforce to be invested in getting the work done, then I should be able to do that. Right. So everybody's got a different brand. They're building a brand regardless of whether they're actually conscious of it or not. Actually, to be conscious of building a brand is very beneficial to you because you're going to build a brand regardless. Right. And then another fundamental aspect that you can add to your brand is the willingness to accept the brand of other people Absolutely. and use it, use it as information only, right? So right. you, you go, okay, I know what that person's brand is. Maybe I can't go to them for this, but I can go to them for this. It's funny you said that. My wife and I have discussions now. We're, we're two different beings, totally two different beings. So sometimes she asks me a question and I say to her, 
first of all, I need to know you're going to do with that information, <laughs> right? <laughs> because, hey, she's a woman and we think different. And she goes, why can't you just tell me? Well, I didn't know what you're going to do with the information. <laughs> well, she want, she doesn't know what she's going to do with that information until she gets the information. Right. I know. I know. So, but it's funny. We, we get information and we utilize it um, what to what makes sense to us. Right? So, again, that's going to give a, a just a, a vast reaction or um, response from many different people. So when you look at somebody and you see what they're doing, how they handle a situation, I can't judge you on how you handle that situation because, again, your programming is what makes you who you are and how you go through that situation is going to be based on who you are, not who I am. Right. So what do you think is your brand? I mean, are there a few words that can kind of yeah. define it? Yeah. My brand is simple. My brand is love me or hate me, just know me first. So it's a tag, like you're you've, you've shaped it so much, you have an actual tagline. <laughs> Absolutely. Love me or hate me, just know me first. Now, what's behind that, though? The, what's behind it is hearsay. Hearsay when someone can have something negative to say about me and pass on to someone else. And people I never met before don't like me because they hear the name Boogie. Now, I'm not saying that's the way it is. It's just I'm using that as an example. Hate me because they hear the name Boogie. Then when they meet me, I never met these people before in my life and they have an attitude towards me. I'm like, where in the hell is this coming from? You don't know me. What's... And then they'll say, oh, I know somebody that knows you and they don't like you. But you don't know me. See, if, if you took time and you invested time in anyone and you get to know them and then you have the right to make that judgment, roll with it. But you don't know me. Right. So that's all I ask. Hey, love me or hate me, just know me first. That's awesome. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have a tagline. I've got a tagline <laughs> for just about every podcast that I do. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, some somewhere along the, the the lines of to enlighten and entertain, you know, um, to to enlighten and entertain and connect with. I think that's right. one of one of my brands. Although, or is my brand? Although there. As we talked about on our last show, there are ways in which I resist some of the things that come up and show me, hey, focus on this. Because in focusing on some of those things I resist, it would make me better at actually building that brand right. and, and in the sense of connecting with people. Because there's a lot of times that that I resist the that process and come across as an asshole or sarcastic and push people away they see me as an, i've seen people i've heard people say they see me as an as an angry person and then but when you get to know me obviously so right. long right. kind of along the lines with your your tagline if when they get to know me it's a whole different story i'm loyal i care uh, I'll, right. I'll go to bat for them but there's this initial prickliness yeah because i mean most people tend to pigeonhole they have their categories that they put people in. Right. And if you show up in that category, they put, they put you, you stay right there. there. That's, never... that's who you are. Right. And so that's another portion of my brand that's incredible. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm willing to move people from category to category based yeah. on what I see. I never put someone there and leave them there because, be, because of my own understanding of all the different shit that I've been through in life. Right. I, I'm much more forgiving and willing to see people at their worst Right. And being willing to forgive them and understand that they were just at their worst at that moment. Well, understand this, Jason. If, if we're creatures of, of evolution and we're continu continuously evolving, 
no one should remain in any category. Absolutely not. No one should remain in any pigeonhole. We're always going to evolve. And, and we should be evolving. Absolutely. And even your brand will evolve over time, I believe. Absolutely. So I'll challenge the listeners of this podcast to think about think about what is your brand. I'm going to think about it. Right. I'm going to think about what it is to me and maybe come up with some snazzy little tagline that I could put on a t-shirt <laughs> like Boogie. And right. to really, and actually use that, that thought process of trying to understand what my brand is to shape a more finer version of it, a more right. refined version of that brand and use that brand sort of like headlights in the dark to guide me through every situation. So in, in, in any situation that comes up, that's challenging, I think, well, what is my brand and how would my brand handle this? Yeah. I like that. Right. Yeah. And let that guide me through it, even though it may be difficult. If but, my brand is okay. So I'll say this is so one of the things I want is to be able to handle things calmly and okay. methodically right? Okay. With care and with compassion for every, myself and every, everything involved. So if a difficult situ situation comes along and I start to get angry and I'm starting to not be very pleasant to be around, revert back to what, how would my brand handle this? Well, let me, let me say this though. When you say you want to handle a problem calmly, all right, that may just be an external presentation. No, because, I mean, legitimately calmly, not well, just on the outside. I, I want you to know something. When you guys see me and look like I'm handling things calmly, I have a storm going on inside. Well, that, that, that's the first part then, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So you have to subdue the passion. Well, you have to subdue that passion and then think logically through. See, because yeah. the storm is the emotional aspect. Yeah. And you have to, you have to not let the, the, uh, the fingers on the inside shape the outside. Right? Right. The fingers yeah. of that emotion or whatever it is because – and just go, okay – Take a breath and then let yourself process it and handle it in a, maybe a more calmer moment. Because right. a lot of times when things come up, you're you're in the heat of it and it just snaps. And I'm that person for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I want to handle things in that way. So that's what I what I mean by ref referring back. Go okay. Well, wait a minute. I'm getting stressed. I can feel that it's happening right now. I'm starting to show it. My face is squinting. And my <laughs> eyes are getting red. How would my the brand I want? Turn how into would, the Hulk. Yeah, exactly. That's that's me. <laughs> how would the brand, the person that I want to become, handle it? I I think again, is is you have to know your own controlling mechanisms. You do. You okay. do. So, like I said, for me, applying logic to anything, because if a person says I feel, that is emotional, right? Versus I know, which is logical. So I chase the logic whenever I feel an emotional aspect coming on. Hmm. I chase the logic. So like if you were to say something yeah, but, like... But, but okay, that's fine. You chase the logic, sounds easy. But wait, wait. Flowing if, from your mouth, if sounds you, easy. If you were to say something like, Boogie, that's stupid. Now, I take offense to somebody calling me stupid, Right. No, this is hypothetical because I don't take offense because dude, my wife calls me stupid all the time. <laughs> so, so, so if they say boogie, that's stupid. If I take offense to somebody calling me stupid, I would think that's that's offensive. So right. that's my emotional. Right. But then logically, you weren't calling me stupid. You were saying what you heard was stupid. No, it, so you're right. So I had to suppress or subdue the emotion and go with the logic. And in that realize that being offended 
is choice. Absolutely. So if you're remaining in in the, in the logical end in the scope of things, you're you're remaining in the part of you that is controlling everything. Absolutely. You're the one that's making the choice to respond, not react emotionally. Yeah. yeah. And we always but, say, listen to learn, right? But not easy to, to easy to say. Yeah. But like anything else, takes practice. It does. Right. We had I had a moment recently at work where I got spooled. Right. And it was not a good situation. I got spooled up. Had no idea how I got there, how it went there, just went there. Right. right. So if I trace it, if I trace it back, I'll I trace you got to trace it back even further. There was a moment before that where I, I was out of the moment. Maybe I was feeling rushed. Maybe I was feeling a little stressed by the circumstances, pressure right. to get something done. And in that moment already, I'm off balance. Right. Right. So then something happens, something triggers it, and it snowballs. So it's the moments leading that were before that moment that are the ones that are valuable. So I'll say it like this in some of the stuff that I've learned and the spiritual teachings that I've learned, being in the present moment. If you remain in that moment and you remain conscious of your brand and you can can tie your brand to a mantra that you say over and over again, Right. right? You can tie it to that. And if you remain in that place, then nothing can topple you because you're already in that place. So had I already been in that place, not stressed, not feeling anxious, not in, not living outside of the moment, I would not have had that emotional reaction to something. Does that make mm-hmm. sense to you? And do you feel like it that's a, a good practice? It does. Yeah. I mean, any. I'm any, not sure if that's something you do, but. Oh no, no. And listen, listen. You have to. You have to do something that, first of all, by knowing who you are, it helps you to get the things that help you control who you are. Exactly. So what works for you may not work for the average Joe or the average Joanne, right? So the thing is, is you know who you are and you know what you need to do in order for you to have um, consummate control over yourself. Great. So for me, I I look at people and, oh God, I hope they don't sound too arrogant, but I feel sorry for them because if a person is getting irate or indignant with me, I look at them. I'm six foot three. I'm 300 pounds. You need to know that physically there's a disadvantage, first of all. And I think you do. So we're in a situation there you feel that you can get indignant or disrespectful because anything I do after that, it will be my fault and I'd be the one that in trouble. And you're thinking about all that crap in the middle of it. Thought about it before it happens. See, that's what I mean. You're already prepared. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, it's like, it's like, it's practicing an instrument and getting better and better and better. Absolutely. So I feel sorry for him that way. The other reason is because when you hear the name Boogie, it's like, you can't take a person like that serious. Boogie? That's a boogie. And they don't know what lies in my head, behind my eyes, in my brain. They don't know. And then if they challenge me on wit, well, I, I would dare say I have a pretty good instrument on, um, in, in my head. Yeah. And I, I think I can hold my own there. So there's a lot of things that I think people explode off of that I feel sorry for them. So I listen to them. I let them shoot their wad and I take everything they have in. And I actually start to try to make a conversation with it. So while we're conversing, I'll take the knowledge that they're giving me and put it into my data bank 
and then digest it, um, process it through, um, spit it back to them and ask them, are these the things that you're saying to me? And when they say yes, then I can agree or disagree. Then I can clearly take whatever you're saying and either build it up or tear it down. So you sift through it. Yeah, and I and apply apply and that's deadly, logic. deadly amounts of logic to it. So that's not you're not seated in emotion no. very much when it comes to that, and that's your no. brand. So I will challenge uh, myself to shape what my brand really is, and not only shape not shape it, but realize what I what it is based on what I want, and then actually begin to step into it. And I, I encourage our listeners to do the same. Think of what is your brand. And is your brand, and you can, but you, I think you can see what your brand is based on the reactions you're getting from other people. And if the reactions you're getting from other people aren't what you want, then you're probably not building the brand that you want. So think about what your brand is, because I don't think a lot of people really have thought about that. Think about what your brand is and start to sh- start to shape the one that you really want, so you can start to get the results that you really want. Right. That's what I think. So I agree. I like it. Great concept. Glad we talked about it. And uh, Boogie, thank you for sharing it. You're welcome. Appreciate you, man. Back at you. And I appreciate you listeners. Thank you for listening to Boogology. And remember, know yourself before anyone else does. Farewell. We'll talk to you in two weeks. See you then.